What's up, everybody? Perry Aston here, co-founder of the Unwrap Sports Network, asking you to check us out on Sportscaster. The host of this podcast, as well as many other Unwrapped Sports Network members from across the entire country, are streaming live on Sportscaster. You can live chat with your host, even send them virtual gifts and tips to keep them churning out the best content that you love. So head on over to sportscaster.com slash unwrapped. That's sportscaster, S-P-O-R-T-S-C-A-S-T-R. Or download the Sportscaster iPhone app and tune into the entire Unwrapped Sports Network live on Sportscaster. Welcome to the Guard Up Podcast. Happy New Year 2020. Back with another episode. Uh, blessings, man. Last year was... Uh, was a really good year, probably the best year in terms of uh, my podcast and so many other different, so many other different people, my, my friends, a couple of my guests uh, that I'm about to introduce right now started their podcast. So uh, 2019 was, a, was a, a big year, important year. And, you know, now heading into 2020 now, it's just about keeping that consistency. So uh, this episode, we're going to talk about NBA Old Decade Edition. So from 2009, 2019, let's talk about some different, different topics, different uh, best team, best players, uh, an array of different topics throughout the decade. And uh, my guests are going to, you know, give their opinions and, and rank their players and things like that. So let me introduce them. First, I have Teddy Simpepos, uh, longtime friend since Buffalo State. Uh, we've been talking about basketball for the longest Playing 2K, <laughs> clap clapping dudes in uh, in blacktop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on the Xbox, man, classics. Um, what's up, man? Happy Happy New Year, bro. Yeah, Happy New Year. Thanks for uh, Thanks for letting me uh, come on here and talk some basketball. You're ready, man. Always. All right. Second, and my guy Aaron Pena. Just a, I guess on the. The Christmas edition preview. If you guys didn't uh, check that out, check that out. Um, Long time friend as well, since uh, high school. Same, talking about basketball, football sometimes, uh, some baseball a little bit. Uh, Happy New Year, bro. What's up? Welcome to the podcast. What's up? Happy New Year. How's it going? Oh, also, how can I forget? <laughs> Host of the uh, What's the Call podcast. Well, I said, don't forget the new, the brand new hot podcast that's out there. Yeah, you can't. I can't. I couldn't. Right? I couldn't forget. Host the What's the Call podcast. Uh, Aaron and three of his other friends, they uh, they sim- similar similar to, to to guard up, um, but a little bit more more all towards the baseball side as well. Uh, well versed, talking about multiple different leagues and, and sports. Uh, so check those guys out. As I did. Thank you. Um, thank in the, you. In the Christmas episode, I will leave the um, all their links in the description of this episode. And last but not least, have the host of one of the hosts of Since the Sandbox podcast and the host of Lose Log, uh, partner with me in uh, Unwrapped Sports Network, Lou Arinello. What's up, Lou? Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year, my guys. 2020, we're about it. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. Let's get right to it. Like I said in the intro, NBA All Decade. It was a crazy, crazy decade in basketball. Uh, first quarter, we'll start out with the best teams. I'll start out with Teddy. Uh, it, was, it was so many, so many different teams in this decade. Of course, some, 
some have won championships and there's some of the really good teams that were just on the cusp and unfortunately weren't able to get there. Um, so give me, uh, give me your top five teams of this decade. All right. Yeah. So I just want to say something before I go through them. I tried to avoid putting two of the same team on here okay. uh, in terms of, you know, the Warriors went back to back. I chose one of those teams on here. I didn't, you know, cause you know, you could probably just choose three warrior teams really if you want. But so I, you know, I tried to do that with, you know, the heat Cavs, Spurs, you know, all those great teams that had dynasties. I tried to avoid having multiple of those teams that just kept going back to back years. So at number five sleeper team, uh, probably, probably very underrated, maybe not on any of your guys lists. I went with the Mavs uh, 10 and 11. They, pretty much, you know, ran through that playoffs. Honestly, if you look back, the teams they beat, they beat Kobe's Lakers, who just came off of a championship. Uh, then, you know, absolutely dominated the Heat pretty much. Um, so I, I think they're a pretty underrated team. Uh, then at number four, the 13-14 Spurs, uh, they absolutely dominated the finals, that's for sure. Uh, they're, I think if you look at their offensive ratings uh, for, you know, championship teams, they're definitely towards the top there. Uh, absolutely, you know, shot the lights out that series. I remember it pretty well. Um, number three, I went with the 15-16 uh, Cavs, the miracle 3-1 comeback, beating the 73-win, you know, best regular season team ever is such an accomplishment. Uh, you know, couldn't keep them off this list. Uh, get into the heavy hitters here, the top two. Uh, at number two, the 12-13 Heat, uh, you know, they pretty much speak for themselves. The, the Heat at the peak of their powers, LeBron at the peak of his powers. Um, you know, I think they won like 66 games that year. Uh, pretty, pretty unreal season for them. Uh, and then number one, obviously, the greatest collection of talent we've ever seen on the court, the 16-17 Warriors, uh, absolutely rolled through the playoffs, no hiccups. I mean, I don't, I don't even see another choice for number one, honestly. All right, all right. That's a good five, definitely. Uh, yeah, it was the Mavericks. That's a sleeper. For sure. They, they are, man. Yeah, what they did in that, that year in the playoffs, how they dismantled the Thunder, the Lakers. Yeah, like, and the like Thunder, said. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. that was a uh, – yeah, Dirk was Dirk was different. Um, and then what you said, um, 2014 Spurs, yeah. Yeah, I thought – The, you know, the revenge did, team. They were, they're exactly, exactly. And I did expect them to, you know, come out and play better in, after after losing how they lost – um, after after uh, after the the previous finals they had in a great seven game series, but you know the way, what what they did in Miami, the margin they beat them in every game was uh, very impressive. So yeah, those those some really good teams. All right, Lou. All right, let's get five. to it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I I didn't do an order. I didn't do an order because I think the teams are all great, but I do agree with Teddy. Uh, that Warriors team has to be one. I mean, just. They were sure. so fake. Like, that's just – I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. Like, just, just four stars, essentially five if you count Draymond. Right. Um, just, it's just nonsense. Just nonsense. Uh, so, I have the 2014 Heat, uh, like Teddy as well. I'm pretty sure that that's the Heat team you had. I think it was mm -hmm. the last year LeBron – or the second last year he was on the Heat. Uh, and I have 
So I have the same year, the league is in Celtics, uh, when they went head-to-head in the, the Game 7 series. Both really good, really well-rounded. Uh, kind of at the end, or the beginning of the decade, or the end of the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have the 2013 Spurs, like Teddy, too. Uh, and I didn't have any Cavs teams in there, just because I felt um, LeBron did a lot of it by himself. I, I feel like Kyrie was good, but Kevin Love was wishy-washy. Uh, Mark Delavadova was good on one side of the ball, and I mean, like, Again, I didn't see them as a great team. I just thought kind of LeBron willed them a lot of the way. But, I mean, they did some great things. And that 3-1 comeback still yeah, uh, that's one of the most memorable things. <laughs> it's, it's still, that, that's what made him the GOAT for me. Mm. But we're talking about the team as a whole. So, so I, I didn't put them in here, but I, I do have the LeBron Heat team in here. I just, I just thought they were more complete. Yeah, yeah, jamming, jamming these teams into five is definitely tough. There's a lot of good teams this decade, so um, yeah, I can see, I can see why. Yeah, I can see why. I can see why you might not have the Cavs in there. Yeah, that was a fair um, point. All right, Aaron, uh, what's your five? And then I'll, I'll, I'll finish it, and then we can start the second quarter. All right, so my top five, as you know, I normally like to say some outlandish things at times. So I'm going to go five. <laughs> five, I have like a tie of a tie just because I like both teams. So I have the the 19 Raptors mm. as my fifth. And I also have the Atlanta Hawks team that <laughs> had the best record that one year, like sick with no, with no real stars. Wait, that's the Horford. Um, that's the Horford years. That's that's the Horford, Millsap, Corver, okay. Teague. When they all four of them were all stars. Yeah, when like Joe Johnson, games. Josh Smith, and yep, exactly. Josh Smith, Joe Johnson. Yep. So I I have I don't. Teague, yep. So that one that one year when they all four made it, mm-hmm. um, which is just insane that all, like even Corver made the team. Like it was it was ridiculous, <laughs> and like that team was super like. Out of nowhere, it was the number one team in the East. I mean, obviously, they got ran through in the playoffs, as expected. But it was just a fun team to watch, especially with a team that, like, made it that far with no – not even really any stars. Like, their best player was Al Horford, and that's saying something. So, that team was really big. 2019 Raptors, I mean, it was just such a fun a fun season, a fun playoffs. Like, that's probably one of the best playoffs I watched just because, like, it was super un- unexpected. And um, for me, that was that was big. So for fifth, I have those two teams split. They were they were deep those Raptors teams. Oh, that Raptors team, they were deep. Yeah, yeah, very very deep, very deep. Um, and they're still playing well this season. So it's it's I did enjoy watching them play that year. Uh, last this well, I guess I could say last year now. Um, so four, I have the 2016 Cavaliers. Uh, three one comeback. That's, I mean. Amazing. I, I, I've never seen anything like that. I don't think anyone expected it. If you go down 3-1 against the juggernaut of the Warriors, especially that for the 7-3-9 season, it's, it's not expected to come back from that, even if you are LeBron leading a team. Um, and they did it. So I, I have the 2016 Cavs on there for three. I actually had the Mavericks uh, 2011 championship team. Uh, just because it was also like it, I feel like that ring, that championship season was so important for the franchise. You know, it was important for Dirk. Like he stayed with them the whole time. Um, they grinded it through. They it was a rematch from 2006 um, against the Heat as well. 
where my boy D-Way went off and, you know, <laughs> and the Mavericks, you know, it was a long time coming. So to see them pretty much just breeze through the entire playoffs that year, I think the first two rounds, I think they were, they beat both teams in five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, yeah. and then the finals, you know, no one expected it. No one expected it. Uh, Dirk went off. Jason Terry went off. Um, it's just a great, 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 great matchup. Even though, you know, the Heat lost that time, it's fine. Such a great team. Uh, two, I have Golden State, 2014-15 uh, season. Just insane. Insane. Oh, the first like, chip? The first chip. I, mm. I really – that was like the that was like the start of, like, that's the start of the dominance. Yes. So for me, for me, that that was that was so big and so important to like the next, like the second half of the decade, pretty much, of just pure Warriors dominance. And then for one, I have uh, the 2012-13 Miami Heat team. Uh, just amazing team. Uh, D-Way got his second ring, so I was super happy with that. And that's all that mattered. That was my top five. Oh, no, well, no, uh, no 2017 Warriors. Um, no, I, I like the 2017 Warriors a lot, but I, I just, I don't know. I, the 14, 15, like that was just the start, like so dominant and they weren't even like fully like all like great yet. I feel like, like Curry was, is, was just getting great. Draymond was still getting there. Clay was still getting there. They were still putting it together. This was out without KD, um, just straight dominance. So I, I had that one over the 17 one. Right, right. At number five, I have uh, the 2009 LA Lakers. You know, for them to bounce back after losing in 2008 to the to the Celtics to see them again and uh, to win that championship was uh. That didn't be like that, really. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. I know, I know, but uh, <laughs> it was you know it was a battle. It was a battle. A great seven game series. Really went down to the wire. I mean, Kobe didn't even play that great. Ron Artest had a clutch three. Uh, he, I mean, Kobe didn't shoot well, but he still you know did some other things like sixteen rebounds, things like that. So uh, he still managed to do. Teddy's got wood when you talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, but it, are you sure was, Kobe didn't hit every shot? Nah, man. He, you know he he struggled, but he got it done. He got it done, and uh, that was his last chip. And that was it was uh, and it, unfortunately, you know, that was that was really like the end of uh, the championship run for you know for the later up, up until now. Obviously, with, with LeBron again, some superstars back, so um, that was a good time for Kobe. I got them at five. Number four. Uh, yeah, number four, I got uh, the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Just, just for them to to handle the pressure, knowing what Miami brings to the table, knowing you know what the magnitude was, you know these guys teaming up, the Heatles, the new big three, and and for the, and and then for them in the playoffs on their end to just you know really dominate. You know, two powerhouses. The, you know, the team I just talked about that just won the championship. They had pretty much had that same team in, in the Lakers, and then a younger team that's uh, one of the best. Well, well, at the time, you know, had three MVPs. They weren't MVPs yet, but you saw the potential in, in, the, in the Thunder, and and if, and then for how they how they dominated the Heat. You know, they played zone. They made LeBron take jump shots. 
and you know he you know he just struggled he struggled and Dirk was Dirk was on another level on another level that whole playoff run and that cemented him as definitely one of you know the greatest European player uh ever probably um and uh definitely in the NBA so yeah, so definitely got to got to give it to Dirk, and they had some other key guys in there too: Tyson Chandler, Jason Terry. Uh, we'll talk about Jason Terry, but on on a low light a little bit later. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, What's going on, dog? Nah, my bad. Set up. Nah, I mean, yo, he just, yo, he was, he should have, he should have ran away. All right, so. <laughs> nah, listen, uh, that's the most overrated poster of all time, dog. Oh, uh, we're gonna, oh, uh, we're gonna get dog, that. We're gonna dissect dog, that. Dump, dog, he was dunking on me. He was dunking on me. Hey, don't, hey, hey, the visual. Just, oh my, and then. Oh, and legendary. Then, it was legendary, legendary. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Jason Terry had some big time shots. Uh, Deshaun Stevenson, low, low key, low key, uh, had some you know key, key defensive plays on LeBron. Made it tough. I mean, again, you have to throw like six, seven, six, seven players at LeBron and make it difficult. And that's mm-hmm. what they did. And the jump shot wasn't going. And that's that's what he had to adjust. And that's what he ultimately did in that uh, that second year um, for Miami. But yeah, got to got to give credit to Dallas for sure. Uh, so I have them at four, number three. Got to go with the 2016 Cavs just because the magnitude, 73 and 9, the Warrior team. They were up 3 1. They couldn't get it done. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, LeBron, LeBron and Kyrie, you know, in my opinion, definitely had one of the most special postseasons of any duo I've ever seen in my life. You know, I never, I was, I was, of course, you know, we were young. We saw Shaq and Kobe, you know, seven, well, and I was seven, eight years old during that time. But to see what LeBron and Kyrie did, and those in those three three games, sensational, sensational stuff. And uh, that game seven, the block, then the shot for them to just make key plays and the key moments on both ends of the floor. It was just, it was it was crazy. So I got I had to give it to them, um, and just the magnitude. Everybody, you know, everybody was calling the Warriors the best team ever, and for them to just not lay down and win three in a row uh, was definitely definitely impressive to me. Um, so I, I got. 2016 Cavs at three. At two, I have the 2012 Miami Heat. That's the that's that's the the team that beat the Thunder. So that's LeBron's first one. Uh, could have went with could have went with 2013. I liked that team when they had Ray. I was I was really conflicted, but uh, I went with the first chip. Um, and it was uh, I mean I mean just the, just that just those that those two years in general. I mean just that that team. I mean they pretty much had the same team. So. Uh, Le- you know, LeBron, you know, they finally got it done after taking the L to the Mavs. Uh, LeBron got it together, was, you know, able to knock down some shots consistently uh, from the outside. Uh, and, you know, that's that's when we, you know, pretty much said, you know, this is your team. You know, you have to carry us. One MVP that year in the regular season. And it um, just dominated, just dominated in the Olympics um, later on. So it was just, it was, it was a great year. Great year for LeBron, and that was, that was the first one. So it was very key for him to get that one. And then I was just to say last part about the Cleveland one. That was very key for him to win that one in Cleveland after leaving and coming back uh, to bring that championship to that city after being there, then leaving, and just how you know how he left going to Miami, and for him to come back and win the chip like that against that team. I mean, they could be higher. I mean, you could, they could be higher just off storyline. You know, I understand maybe not roster. I get that, but uh, I just feel like off storyline. I mean, it's just it's just tough to not. Because they really, it's, it's tough to really not just include them. Because they really, they really put a put a kink in the Warriors' little dynasty there. Um, Dude, but, that's, you know, but they ultimately, 
but they ultimately, but it could it honestly was the reason why um, the Warriors created the dynasty, and that's why I have the 2017 because uh, it wasn't a dynasty until they until they got KD in my opinion. So it was there. It was only one one. That's not a dynasty to me. That's the Seahawks. So, um, so yeah. Then they got KD, and <laughs> they they got KD, and that's when the dynasty started. And I feel like that 2017 Warrior team. Yes, they were OP, and I mean you could say yeah, that's the easy way out of picking them number one. But I mean, what? I mean, how how could you stop them? I mean, they weren't. I mean, against against the Cavs, they were really outmatched in the small forward position. And, you know, KD, you know, did what he did, made the decision, and, you know, won, won the championships. You know, he could have folded in those finals. He didn't. So he got it done. So respect to him. Um, a lot of you've seen a lot of people fold in finals. Um, so he didn't do that. So um, he still got it done regardless. And, uh, and that was his first one. So that was, also, that was also a key moment in his career. And uh, we'll see what happens with, with KD going forward, being on a new team. But that, that 2017 Warrior team was definitely – they were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. I, you know, I could have went with the 2012 Miami team. I mean, they went on that 27-game win streak. Mm-hmm. I was conflicted. You know, that, that was a great win streak they went on. Um, both teams went back-to-back. Uh, yeah, it was tough. Those were definitely the two best teams, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my top five. You know, a lot of our teams are really pretty much the same. You know, a couple cha- Oh, and then my honorable mention is not a champion. Um, the 20, that 2012 Thunder team. I mean, uh, you know, Westbrook, KD. <laughs> you know, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up. <laughs> Westbrook, Westbrook, KD. Uh, what could have been? <laughs> come on, what could have? Yeah, the team that would. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You have to. They, 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 that could have been the dynasty. You know. So, oh, man. Hey, listen, listen. They called that one call on LeBron game two. That whole series is different. When KD shot that on the side of the basket, and he legit, KD got legit mauled by LeBron, and they didn't call it. That's a that fair was point. Big. It was a foul. It was a foul. Bang, bang, play. But you know, still more games left to, to win. So. Oh yeah, no. But I'm just saying the trajectory of it. If they had gone up 2-0, uh, yeah. that could have been a very different story. Yeah, it would have been crazy, especially for them. Yeah, losing. But Harden was shooting 22, percent so it don't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was tough. It was tough for uh, tough for James. But um, yeah, definitely that team was probably most talented team, and obviously that's the what if team. So. Uh, I had to mention them for for top teams of the decade. Okay, second quarter. Who was the best player of the decade? Uh, Aaron, I'm gonna start with you. This one was uh, like yeah. super tough. My yeah, goodness. This, this one is a little bit tough because you know to, that 2009 year is really tricky. You know, and you want do you want to count 2009? Do you want to, how many years do you want to count for certain veteran players that that were on the way out in the same decade and still kind of had some dominance in the beginning? So yeah, it is a little bit tough, but uh, yeah, just give me your your top ten. Yeah, I try to st- I try to stay away from 09 just because like I try to stick to the 2010s because if that was the case, I probably mm-hmm. would have put the Orlando Magic uh, the time when they went to the finals. Uh, 09, 10 in there too. I mean, 08, 09, I probably would have put that in the one of my favorite teams, but I, I try to stay away from that. And then, like you said, a lot of these players, like the first half of the decade were still dominant, but the second half, you know, they kind of fizzled. Right. So for 10, uh, I'm starting off with 10. I have like a three-way tie. I, 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 it's so hard to just pick. Uh, 10, I have Dirk, Kobe, and D. Wade. Um, 
all three of those guys, the first half of the decade, were still dominant players. Um, you know, old age gets the best of everybody. Uh, you know, you can't play forever. Uh, they were still all-stars, all three of them. Um, all three won, you know, won championships. Plenty of championships to go around. Uh, still great players. So I have them all at 10. Nine, I have Kawhi. Uh, just because he wasn't there for the full decade, um, his dominance now is going to carry on for the next couple of years. But he's kind of at a weird point because um, he came in the middle. And now in like the last like three, four years is when he's really starting to come together as like a great player. So I have him at nine for now. Uh, eight, I have Chris Paul. Chris Paul, it's unfortunate he's probably never going to win a championship. Uh, he should have when they before they vetoed that trade. L.A. probably should have, but, you know, things happen. But no one could really say that the, the, the level of play that Chris Paul, when he's healthy, he's still a top guy. He's still a top point guard now. He's a little bit on the, on the, the back end. But Chris Paul, best point guard for a long time. Uh, great defensively. A very, uh, very clutch player. A very unselfish player. Very smart player. So I have him at eight. Uh, seven, I have Dwight Howard for his first half dominance. That was a good uh, one. Dwight Howard, you know, defensive player of the year. I, I don't know. I think it was three straight years or two and then, like, off a year. But yeah, Dwight Howard, I think it was three straight, right? Yeah. Dwight, Dwight, like, people changed their whole game plans for Dwight. Like, you wouldn't go into the, into the paint because it was a done deal. Um, and he was, you know, he, he should have been more. I, I still think he should have ended up being, like, a 20, a 28, 13, 14 type of guy. Like, I don't know why it never happened. Um, I know Shaq was always on him about that. Like, just got to score seven points each quarter. Like, it, it definitely could have made sense. Uh, but Dwight Howard's dominance and his uh, durability, he also was barely missed games, like, yeah, for, a long is, yeah. for, a long, for a long time, yeah. very long time. Um, Even on the his, Rockets, he was good. He was real good on the Rockets. Yeah. Even even Larice, even now he's still good, but now he's a role player now. Like even the last couple of years when he played for uh for Charlotte, Charlotte, he put up good numbers too. Like Dwight is one of those players that he's always gonna be like considered like a, a pretty good player. I, I thought he would have been like a great, great. Uh, it just never happened. But he his first his first half dominance is just you have to you have to respect it. Uh six I have James Harden. Uh, James Harden is, is that guy, you know, he's, he's changed. <laughs> he, he's unstoppable currently um, scoring wise, like I, the things that he can do and like the weird moves and, you know, they're, they're trying to change the game again and they're trying to change rules around him. Like there's so many things that are, are conflicting and he's such a great player that he just keeps getting better and better with scoring. Um, will that ever translate into actually winning meaningful games? I don't know. But James Harden's still a great player. Uh, five, I have Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook, amazing uh, all-around player. Just wish he would be a better shooter, a little bit better defender. Uh, everything else, though, he's your guy. You know, you need, you need to slow down the game, get the free throw line, he's your guy dish out some assists, get the get some key rebounds. 
he's your guy. He's he's a real dominant player. Those three years, you know, triple double years, MVP year. You know, he and James Harden also. I forgot to mention he's MVP too. So these guys definitely deserve to be towards the top of the of the decade. Um, AD, I have him at four. Anthony Davis. At uh, Anthony four, wow. I have him at four. Um, I I think, and he's so young, and you look at him now, and he's what twenty twenty six now. Uh, his his overall play, he's he's what I thought like Dwight could have been. Um, he's very dominant defensively. Uh, he's now his offensive game is is pretty elite. Um, if I would do say my so myself, he has he can knock down the mid range. Um, he can pull up for three. I don't really like him to, but he can if needed. Um, Anthony Davis is just a dominant player. I don't know how people could handle him if he's healthy, and that's a big factor if he's healthy. When he's there, there it's arguable to say that he might be the best player um, if healthy. Uh, right now, I would say even though he came. I think what 2012 is the year that he came in. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis, amazing, amazing, amazing player uh, for majority of this decade. Uh, KD, I have at three. Uh, KD, one of the best scorers to ever do it. Um, he's won championships. He's won MVPs, been finals MVPs back to back. Kevin Durant's that guy. Uh, he's only going to get better if he can stay healthy, but it's a big factor now for the the back end of his career if he can stay healthy. Uh, two, I have Curry, you know, the first ever unanimous MVP, uh, three championships, multiple MVPs. He's he's changed the game, literally changed the game. Um, we're going to have players, more players that are like him coming to the league more and more, and he's completely changed it. It's we're going to probably end up seeing like 150 like scores, like a game, like for like the team, it's going to be like 150 to like 145. Like the scores are just going to run up. Everyone wants to pull up from everywhere. You can see he's a, like products like Trey Young or that these people are coming from player, like from Steph Curry. And it's, it's showing that this is an acceptable way to play. Now kids are all around the world are doing what he's doing. And he's completely changed the game. His dominance has been remarkable. And then one, LeBron, uh, eight straight finals. Uh, lost a lot of them, won a lot of them. He's looking to do another big thing in LA now. LeBron, amazing player. I, I, I cannot say, I cannot stress this enough of his, his importance to the league. And basically anything that he does over the last, like even for the rest of his career, it's always going to change the entire game. And the way that people format their teams. Look at the Warriors. They had to go. I mean, they got KD to help combat LeBron. Exactly. exactly. You know, teams have to change their whole game plan around them. And they still continuously have to. Um, he's still the best player in the, in the world right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's arguable to say he is. I mean, he's aging. He just turned 35. But the dude's a monster. He's a monster. So I, I have to have LeBron up there, too. Won a bunch of MVPs, won a bunch of championships. He's that guy. So this is my 10. All right. I just want to – just one question. So you made a – I think you made a point in talking about LeBron, and then I feel like in that I'm going to ask so – so why do you have Steph over KD? 
if you know in order for Steph to beat LeBron more than once, they needed to get KD. I I have Curry over KD because uh just because he did it, he also won a championship before okay. KD got there. All right, all right. Um that that is a huge factor into that too because even though I know you said that that starts the dynasty mm-hmm. um, in 2017, um, it, it's arguable to say that, but Curry was winning, was unanimous MVP before that. You know, he was doing all these things before that. And I would say, yeah, I did say that, that they had to go get him to change the, the whole game plan. Right. But um, you still have like Steph Curry, you put Steph Curry on this Warriors team now. Today, I guarantee you they wouldn't be one of the worst I wouldn't have one of the worst records in the league right now. Um, Curry's so they're, still, they're eight, still they're important. Eight and, they're 8 and 25. Mm-hmm. So you think Curry's like, what, 10, 10 wins? 10 plus? So they're like, what, we think they're 18 and. They would still be 12. struggling. 100% they would still be struggling. Um, but I'm sure if KD was in the same spot, they would still be struggling too. When you're still missing your other star, Clay, it, it's it's very tough to say, because um, Katie's never played pretty much by himself. He's always had another star, another superstar with him. So it's also hard to to say that as well. You said KD, yeah, yeah. Katie's always had a superstar. I mean, I mean with that's him. not. I mean, he couldn't really control it though. You yeah. can't control it, right. but you definitely can. You could definitely like, say that. That's definitely an they, arguing point. And they de- they develop. We got uh, KD, KD became a superstar before them though. Oh, of course, but he played with superstars. Sure. He went, yes. and he's once he comes back to Brooklyn, he's gonna be playing with Kyrie. I mean, right? Of course, he's yeah. he's that's always gonna yeah. It's the game, and and that's and that's fine. Right. But you have to take that into account. Is that Clay and Draymond, and you know those guys weren't like top, like considered like top players like that at the time. Like they were, they were just getting there. Yep. And Curry was already at that point, you know, a top five top three player in the league that sees like it it, it is hard to argue with so that's why I have Curry over KD I mean and then if you just do like um like accolades too I you would have to put him over there just because that was the case too so there's a couple different factors why I had that right good points good points um okay we're gonna take a a short intermission and then we're gonna go to to lose top 10 and we'll be right back for top two uh for part two of the second quarter who is your top 10 players of the decade? Be right back, guys. Word. <laughs> All right, we're back. Second quarter. We're going to start with you, Lou. Uh, who are your top 10 players of the decade? All right, so again, I, I don't do orders. I, I Even on Since the Sandbox, I, I refrain from doing it unless it's fantasy rankings because that obviously in the name is rankings. Right. But, um, yeah, so my, my 10, I got uh, CP3, D-Wade, I feel like I know both of them didn't have great ends or endish. I know Dwayne, uh, D Wade specifically was a little elder and he retired, but he still had a great run with the Heat. And uh, even after LeBron left, he was still good for a couple seasons and trying to keep them afloat because they're the only team that LeBron's left that didn't go completely in the toilet once he left. Uh, that was thanks to D Wade. And then CP3, multiple teams, uh, was great on the Hornets, great on the Clippers. And like Aaron said, could have won a chip if that trade didn't get vetoed. Um, but you never know. I mean, he's still an all-time player, and I, you got to give him his respects. And then I got Dirk, just sure, because, I sure. mean, dude, dude's arguably the greatest power forward ever. 
Yes. Um, and then him and Tim Duncan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think KG's probably better than Dirk too because he played both sides of the ball. But that's a different discussion. Uh, and then I get AD in there. Uh, I don't know how high I would rank him. I know Aaron had him high, but I mean, dude's a freak of nature. He he's arguably the best. Not even arguably, he's the best ball handling big man I think we've seen. Uh, I don't think that's crazy to say. And on top of that, he's elite defensively, elite offensively, and uh, he's just getting started. I mean, if, if we had seen him on a good team in the beginning of the decade, Lord knows what he'd be doing. Uh, and then I have Kobe in there as well. I mean, again, I know Kobe, the end wasn't great, but uh, won a chip or two in the decade. Um, and then not even that, he was still a great player even after those championships. I mean, when it was him and Dwight and Steve Nash, dudes forget that year they were not going to make the playoffs, and he willed them until he tore that Achilles and they got swept the first round. But if he had played that first round of the playoffs, that would have been a dangerous team. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was, we, Kobe really got screwed out of a, another run because they were just getting hot that Laker team where they just figured out when Dwight put his big boy pants on, Gasol put his big boy pants on. Everyone's putting their big boy pants on. And we don't know where that could have went. Uh, then I have Kawhi, LeBron, KD, Harden, and Curry, and no water. Those are kind of the guys who, Started the decade great and are still continuing out in their prime. The decade great. Uh, Kawhi didn't start as great as the rest of them. Neither did Curry his first year. I mean, he was hitting threes, but he wasn't um, the Steph we know, and he wasn't an immediate impact like KD and LeBron were uh, from the jump as, as rookies. But, yeah, that's, that's my 10, and I think they're all fantastic players, and, and we're just lucky to have seen them all. No question. No question. Uh, um, give me, give me your top four one more time. So it ain't, it ain't a four. This oh, is yeah, right, the right, last right. two dimension. Oh, yeah. All right, last it was right, right, right. Kawhi, Braun, KD, Harden, and Curry. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Facts. Those are my dudes who are like still in their prime and who are still giving us something. Same thing with AD, obviously, but those dudes are just a uh, different level. That's a that's a different level of greatness. For sure. For sure. All right, uh, Teddy. Material. All right. Yeah. So. Uh... Like everyone else, the, the bottom of my list is uh, some vets. Uh, at 10, I got Kobe. Um, you know, he, he worked his way well into the, the decade to, to get onto this list. I feel he got the championship to go along with it. Uh, at nine, I got Melo. Um, you know, I, I actually saw a stat recently where he was the third highest scoring uh, forward in the decade, only behind Durant and LeBron, which is, I mean, that's pretty much Melo's MO. And you know, he, he, he dominated the decade, too, as far as scoring goes. So, I put sure. him on here. Um, at eight, I got Chris Paul, uh, the point god. Six all-defensive <laughs> teams this decade, which is really impressive considering how many more athletic and physical guards there are in the league this decade. For him to make six all-defensive teams is pretty impressive since, you know, I, I, he's, he's probably considered undersized even for a guard. Uh, yeah, definitely. At at seven, I got Anthony Davis. Uh, he he dominated on both sides of the ball this decade. Um, not not the full decade, you could say, but uh, you know injuries and uh, team accomplishments probably knocked him down a little bit on this list. Uh, above him at six, I got Westbrook. Um, probably one you know one of the more memorable seasons this entire decade or two seasons, his back-to-back triple-double seasons, you know, KD leaving him. And, you know, I've honestly, other than LeBron, I've never seen a guy really put a team on his back like he did after Durant left. And he really took the load and 
just, you know, he really did it for the whole decade, uh, even when Durant was there. Um, got the MVP, so, you know, he's obviously got to be on this list. Uh, into the top five. My top five is, I would say, a pretty easy top five if you're doing this list. Uh, Kawhi is at five for me. Uh, you know, he's really he's really only on this list because of the last few years and his accomplishments as far as, you know, defensive player of the year and uh, the, ch- the championships. I mean, you know, other than that, you know, obviously. The, other the other than that. Other than that. <laughs> other, the first, than the, other than the accolades you know, and the chips. <laughs> the, you know, the accolades. I mean, you know, the stats. He doesn't really have the stats to to be higher than some of the guys even below him. You know, right, Davis, right. Westbrook has better stats than him, but, you know, he's got the championships and the defensive uh, player of the year to bump him up here. Um, sure. He's obviously, he's obviously going to be on next year's decade team too because this is his he's just getting into his prime now um with yeah very uh top four i got harden at four uh he scored the most points this decade which is unreal um that he's been doing it that long it doesn't even feel like he's been dominating that long but i guess he has um really probably probably the best score we have out there right now i mean i I shouldn't even say probably he's averaging like 38 a game (laughs) Uh, top three. These two were hard. I, I went back and forth between two and three a couple times trying to decide who should be on top. But at the end of the day, I went with Durant at three. Uh, obviously, you know, he speaks for himself. Step at two. I put Step over him. He's got the extra MVP. He's got the extra championship. Durant's a snake. So, you know, with everything <laughs> everything that worked out, you know, Step just had to be over him at, at the end of the day. Um, and that, that was easier. That, 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 that was easier said than what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously LeBron at one. I mean, no one was better than him this decade. Ah, the snake got two chips. I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> also, Kobe gave Durant one of those scoring titles, and that's a fact. Mm, I remember that year. Yeah. The year he was like, yeah, he sat out the last game. He yep. only needed to score six points. Yeah. Uh, I think it was versus the Wizards or the Knicks. And he said, nah, I don't really want the scoring title. Uh, and then Durant put up like 18 or 20, like that next game and just got him by like 0.1. Like, come on. Yeah, That's a fraudulent that. one right there. Hey. Uh, nah, accolades, accolades. He was still dropping buckets on everybody. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, okay. For, for 10, I got Kobe going to the finals two years in, in the beginning of the decade. Uh Winning one, um, uh, winning two, excuse me, and uh, just just still dominant even up until his last game, dropping sixty even on you know yeah on fifty shots. But I mean, how's how's do we expect Kobe to go out? So uh, <laughs> uh, just taking ten shots. No, he's gonna take fifty shots in his last game. So it's expected. Um, so that was that was a, a a great moment even up until like. Even in that 2016 year, at the end, even though he was, you know, past his prime due to injuries, uh, but uh, that was that was a lasting moment. So I gotta have Kobe, I got Kobe 10, 10. I have Wade. I mean, I'm excuse me, nine. I have Wade. Uh, you know, still still a great player, and and from you know from around 2000, from around 2009 to uh, 15, 2015, six years, um, still All Star, top three shooting guard, right behind right behind Jordan and Kobe. Easily, um, one of the best leaders, champion, multiple-time champion, great, great defender, 
uh, best blocking shooting guard of all time. So uh, definitely got weighed in there. Eight, Chris Paul. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. He could, he could have been on a super team towards the, towards the prime of his career with that uh, with the Laker deal. Unfortunately, they got uh, vetoed in uh, 2011. But you know, just what he's what he's done in New Orleans, what he did in the Clippers. You know, these 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 teams that really weren't powerhouses. And uh, every every you know everywhere he's gone, he's they've they've won some. They've won. Period. I mean, the Rockets, Western Conference Finals, and they won the championship. <laughs> but you know they've had they've had success for sure. So but that just speaks to how great he is. Uh, like 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 Teddy alluded to, all the, you know defensive, you know one of the best you know best two way guards in this decade, no doubt about it. Um, so I got Chris Paul at eight, seven Anthony Davis. He's been an All Star every year except his rookie year. Uh, the the year before the year before his rookie year, well the summer of his rookie year. Want to go medal? Yeah, you know I mean, he didn't have that key of a contribution, that, that big of a contribution, but uh, won the national title as well earlier, earlier in the uh, earlier that year in the, in the winter, and then going to win a gold medal, then winning rookie of the year, um, and then now you know, and then since then being an All Star for his entire career, now with the Lakers, you know, fifty nine points, twenty games, best two way, one of the best two way players in the league. Uh, you know, a lot of people I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a couple, I've seen some. Some low-key slander on Davis. I'm not sure why. Uh, well, I know why. Uh, lack of IQ, but um, <laughs> but it's just you know. Uh, and I guess I guess now you know when when you team up with LeBron now, you know of course you get you get the Le, you get the LeBron hate attitude. So uh, that's probably why uh, <laughs> makes sense. But uh, just he's just a, just dominant dominant player and. Even even though even those years in, in New Orleans went to the playoffs a couple times, swept the third seed Trailblazers. Like I mean, you know people forget people forget that. And again, in the in the Western Conference, you need two superstars. It's been that way forever, uh, forever, literally since like Magic and Kareem. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so um, but you know now he's on the Lakers now with, you know with his version of Magic and LeBron. So uh, but we'll see what happens in this next decade for AD. Six, I got Westbrook. I mean, <laughs> triple double king. He's gonna break Oscar Robinson's record probably next year. Uh, even though I mean, Oscar Robinson probably had more than what was recorded, um, <laughs> so maybe not. But just off, off of what's recorded, he's gonna he's gonna pass Oscar. Having a tri triple double three straight years, MVP. You know, one of the most athletic uh, point guards we've ever seen. Multiple time All Star, Olympic gold medalist. Leader, champion, oh, not champion, excuse me, I'm sorry, future champion, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Caught yourself hopefully. there. <laughs> I was about to say 2012 creeping up again. <laughs> nah, man, could have been a champion, that's what I meant to say. Uh, but uh, just, a, just a great player. And, you know, of course, you know, he gets, he gets the hate. He gets, he's been getting hate for uh, pretty much his entire career. So um, it, it doesn't matter. The shot, you know, the mid-range is still there. He still has the bounce. And, uh, you know, hopefully him and Harden can, can maybe get maybe get one, one in this, uh, in these next five years. If they could just get one, I feel like that's all they need. Uh, and, then, and then just go right into the top five. I got James Harden, number five. I mean, for, for a guy to lead, lead the decade in scoring in his first three years, he was coming off the bench is just – is uh is pretty phenomenal and OKC okay, obviously you know 
they did what they did. And since then, he's been carrying the Rockets. He's been he's been the best player they've had since Hakeem Olajuwon. Or you could say Yao Ming. Uh, but I'll say since Hakeem Olajuwon really just consistently scoring every night there, every night, 80-plus games. Just there. I mean, defense is sporadic at times. Some other, other times, you know, off the ball, when he doesn't have the ball, looks spooky. You know, we've seen the clip. But <laughs> uh, still, you know, all around great, great score. Like, like Aaron said, creating new moves with the step back, the double step back. Um, just, you know, his hesitation is, is so crazy. And, he, you know, he mastered the game. A lot of people, they don't like the way he plays because he goes to the line a lot. But he figured out, you know, how to initiate contact and how, how, how to get the refs to blow their whistle so he can go to the strike. Smart. Um, if other players could do it, they could. They can't. So uh, you got to give him the credit. So I got James Harden at five. Four, I got Kawhi. Like in the beginning, in the beginning of the decade, got drafted 2011. Developed, uh, took took some time, but 2014 was really his. You know, like okay, I'm in the high. I'm in, I'm in the NBA. I'm, I'm in, you know I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be here for a long time. Winning the Finals MVP. Wasn't the best player on the team yet. Wasn't until you know really Tim got older and Tim retired. Had the keys to, to San Antonio for a little bit. A lot of people question, can he lead a franchise? Then he gets traded to Toronto and, and has a, you know, a special season, one of, the, one of the best seasons by a player ever. So uh, great shot against Philadelphia. <clears throat> great shot against Philadelphia. And, 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 and was really on a, was a great player on a great team. You know, he didn't carry, I feel like he didn't carry the Raptors. Um, just looking at how the Raptors are playing now, I just feel like he was a great player on a great team. And... Um, and they won a championship. And when you have that, when you have those two things, that, that usually leads to to success. And, and for them, the, the Larry OB. So um, shout out to Kawhi, two-time defensive player of the year as well. Best two-way player in the NBA. And, and, like, and like Teddy said, he's only getting better. He's going to be on his next decade list, which is scary. Uh, uh, so, um, it's, you know, it's the sky's the limit for him. Only 28 years old, so. Uh, I, got, I got Kawhi at four. Three, I got Steph. Uh, drafted, in, drafted in 2009. Rookie of the year. Oh, no, he didn't, win, he didn't win rookie of the year. They gave it to Tyreek. Had injuries in the beginning of his career. It wasn't until 2013. That 2013 season, that, uh, I always remember that game against the Knicks dropped 54. That was really like his coming out party. Uh, you know, like I said, he really battled with some injuries early early in the beginning of his career, ankle injuries, things of that nature. And then 2013, they, that's when they really started to click, all three of those guys, and Draymond and Clay, as well. They really started to click and develop and really, really hit their, hit, hit their stride. And uh, I, I remember that game, too. It was uh, me and Teddy were at Buff State when he, when he dropped 54. It was, it was crazy. But um, it was wild. But uh, after that, since then, I mean, it's just been – it's been dominant. He, you know, he, he, he definitely, he, he changed. He, I mean, people, people, I mean, it's, he, they say he changed the game. He, he did change the game. I mean, because uh, winning, winning the championship as the best player and the best player being the best shooter as well wasn't really. It's not really that, not, not really that common the way and how just how they play. Uh, it was just the, the three point shot, being the three, being the best three point shooter as well. I mean, you look at in the in the past eras, just being if you're the best three point shooter. In the previous eras, you were just that was just a role player. 
for that best three-point shooter to also be the best player, best passer, uh, was definitely was definitely something that that he that he had a he had a, a key a key uh, a key role in. So I definitely got to give that to Steph, uh, unanimous MVP, multiple-time champion. So uh, I got Steph at three. Number two, KD. Uh, reason reason why I pick KD over Steph is because I just feel like he's a better player, uh, just in general. But <laughs> mm. uh, uh, and then again, you know, KD. You know, yes, KD went to Golden State, and and, they, and, and that's and I, I, again, that's, I feel like that's when the dynasty started. I feel like a dynasty is, is three three championships or more. Maybe I mean, if you win two out of three, then that maybe. Two out of three is a dynasty. Three out of four, things like that. Those that's a dynasty. One one and one, that's just that's just one and one. I mean, that's. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean but three championships in in ten years. That's that's pretty pretty impressive. No, that's not that's three and consider. ten. Uh, like, you talking about LeBron, right? Well, even even the Warriors too. Three and ten, yeah, but yeah, but it was like it was it was three and it was but but it was like three and five, three and four, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. I'm saying I, yes, it was a dynasty, yeah. So I'm saying yeah, it was. I'm just saying I'm saying one in ten is not. So why so why <laughs> wasn't so why wouldn't fourteen the the fourteen season not be considered the start? I mean, yeah, they got sure, KD yeah. during it, but I don't I don't know. I I'm very iffy about. Oh, that. Yeah, of course. I'll be, yeah, of course, it starts the dynasty because that you have to win the first one first. Shit, I I get that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I'm just saying like. Now I hear you too. Yeah, yeah. Like when you say when we just when just when you say dynasty, it's usually multiple championships. That's it. So yeah, I mean we it's really really saying the same thing. Really saying the same thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, KD winning the MVP in 2014. Uh, you know, one of the one of the most iconic MVP speeches. You're the real MVP. I mean, that's just gonna go down for for a very long time. So many people were saying it that yeah. year. It was crazy. I didn't realize we were ranking MVP speeches now. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm just going through his uh, discography, man. That's it. Teddy's <laughs> like, like, God damn it! All three of LeBrons were great. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It was, it was, it was, a, it was a, I mean, you got the crying KD memes, man. It was, it. Uh, it was definitely uh talked about a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So and he's like the I promise school. Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, everyone else just has to live their lives and you know, LeBron just kept being great. Yeah. And uh <laughs> clap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um yeah, but and like you said, multiple scoring, multiple scoring champion for KD, uh, and then now we're gonna see what, what happens in this next decade. Like coming off an injury, wow, crazy, uh, crazy. What's what might happen in this this next decade is is very key in his career. I would definitely agree. KD's the better player. You know, I would definitely than Steph, agree right? With that. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's how I, that's how I was ranking it. Um, and you can and you can and you could say, and I, I feel like I feel like you could. You could you could say KD has impact as well. You look at a lot of these guys, a lot of these you know taller guys putting the ball on the floor now. Look at Giannis, AD, uh, Jokic, some you know some of these other guys doing yeah. doing things. You know KD was doing two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yes, you you could say you could say LeBron started it, or just not started it, but yeah, I was just gonna uh, say Magic's been taking up the taking up the ball for him. You know, <laughs> modern, yeah, 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 like not started it, but more of a modernized it, I should say, in terms of like this this new era, new millennium mm-hmm. in the two thousands. Um, I, I would say I would say KD and Le- LeBron and KD are two of those guys. Turn like big forwards, 
doing things, yeah, doing things similar with magic, with just a little bit more athleticism and shooting like that. So, uh, yeah, at this point, you know, the this generation, you know, I even me, I'm older than a lot of these young NBA players now. I never watched Magic play. Right, exactly. You know, so, so for all these young kids, you know, LeBron, KD, those are exactly. the guys that you guys are watching. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, and that's just that's just how it happens. And they watch Matt, and 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 when they were younger, it's just it's just that that generation, uh, uh, cycle. So, uh, yeah, I got KD at two. Number one, I mean, I feel like love him or hate him, have to respect him, and you have to respect what he's done in this decade. Eight straight finals, in in the ten years, went there eight times. That's 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 crazy. Um, and, and you look at all the different teams. You just talked about so many different teams that he he, he went up against in the finals. Most of them teams <laughs> uh, designed to stop him. Yeah, what they yeah, were. Yeah, some, yeah some, some exactly. Yeah, a couple were a couple were designed um, to stop him, and then and then and they did, and they did, and for some of those teams did. But the, you got to yeah, give it. Definition of stop is very different. <laughs> oh, well, I just mean, I just mean like not. he didn't win the chip. He didn't win the chip. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that, that's the type of stop I mean. Yeah, on, on the court stuff. I mean, he's gonna get his always, always. Dude, this um, kids. That, listen, that man <laughs> just owned the deck. Like, he yeah. he's really the only athlete we've ever seen where he was the sport for so long. He's on ESPN yeah. every day. He's talked about. He's his own dynasty. He is. He's a headline. All his own. We've never seen nothing like that. Sheesh. Probably won't <laughs> I don't ever even again, like. Honestly. I don't even like the dude. Damn. Nah, he's uh, yeah, definitely, definitely got to give credit to LeBron and uh, what he what he's done, how how he changed the game on and off the court. Definitely. Just got a text from Teddy. It said, "I think we're just best friends." Oh <laughs> 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 um, yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, he's just he's he just he he really he really dominated this time and. You know, for him now to still be playing at a high level at age 35, it's really we'll, – we'll see what happens with him as well in these uh, in these next five years. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you could argue he – you know, we obviously didn't make a list, but you could argue he would probably be on the, the previous decade's top players as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's, probably. Let's, see if he, let's see if he can play long enough to get on the next one. That would, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. put it past him, but, it's you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be big-time tough. For him to work on for would, that, but he would have to dominate. You know, he, he, he would have to dominate these next five years. Yeah, right. The same way you know we're throwing Kobe and right. you know Dwayne Wade on. Exactly. You know, let, let's let's see what he could do. It would be super. It would be more impressive for him. I'm sure it's going to older. Definitely, definitely. If he yeah, if he could be a top three player in three decades in the NBA, that's that's madness. Bro, uh, him and Kawhi are on the verge of being the first dudes to win chips with three teams as the as the All Star. Crazy, crazy. Higher mobility. Yeah, exactly, and that's and, and that's another thing. I mean, that's that's really why he dominated this decade. He really started the the the, the player the player empowerment movement. Um, you know, not not staying with the team for twenty years because that's what the last generation did. And have you do what you want to do. And he understood, you know, the power that he had. He understood the power he had since he was you know a teenager. So. Uh, you know, using that, and then you know that you know that trickled down, and that gave other players, younger players, the the freedom to uh, to be like, you know, I'm not I'm not scared. I don't have to you know I don't have to stay with this team if they're not doing the necessary things that are giving me reason to stay. And that's and that's the reason why he left Cleveland. And and then he also used his power, player and power movement to go back and and, and go win the championship. So 
Um, yeah, you wonder, you wonder, you know, he obviously had to leave to win championships, but eventually right. it ended up coming back to bite him because it, you know, formed the Warriors in a sense. Yeah. He was his own greatest enemy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, and, at the end and, of the day, yeah. And, and doing what, and yeah, and doing what he did, he created, yes, he, you create, you create the Warriors, but, you know, he got, he got his, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, give and a take, it, you, you know what I mean? No one, right. no one can be great at everything. Yeah, and, and, the, thing, and the thing about it, and, and the thing he could also say is he, he had, he played against all the teams, all those super teams that he, you know, helped create from the standpoint of him making that decision. Uh, so That's a he fact. Have, he went up against all of them so in the finals. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so I mean that I mean that's the Celtics so, scared him into that. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Is that you, yeah. you could definitely you could definitely say you know that that big three. Oh yeah, on Cleveland they were punking him, dude. Like he was playing with Eric Snow, so like you had to take it with a grain of salt. Right, exactly. Yeah. And he, but he, they did their job, you know. That was they knew what they had to stop. Dude, K, KG never hurts his knee, dude. God knows that we could have saw them go back and forth. You know what I mean? You you never know For sure. what could happen. For sure. And I think I think LeBron he was smart with the player empowerment. I mean, because now now the NBA, it just it helped the NBA from a storyline standpoint. Free agency is is completely different now since he made that decision. Now free agency is now what it really does is it keeps it keeps the NBA cycle going throughout the entire year, even even when the season is done, because now you're talking about where these superstars are going to go and. And who's getting traded where? And so, I mean, he, you know, for this new, from that, from that start of the decade, he, he was really the one that, uh, well, the second year of the decade, uh, he was really the one that, that started that. And it's, it's, it's key. So if just from on and off the court, impactful, got, got to give it to LeBron for sure, number one. All right. Uh, going into this third quarter, we're going to take a, a, a quick break. And then going to the third quarter, I'm going to start. I'm gonna start with Lou, and and when we come back, we're gonna do our NBA All Decade Miscellaneous. We're gonna create our, our top five, and uh, give you guys our, our top. Our, our, we're gonna we create our own top five and give you our, our our five, and also a six man, and also who we have as our coach from all the from the best players throughout the decade. Uh, we will be right back and uh, see you guys in a little bit. Right back with the third quarter. Start with you, Lou. Yeah, man, give me your, give me your all-decade top five and the six-man right. and, and who you got coaching the squad. All right. So the way I, I, I did this was I kind of went by position, but, like, I kind of didn't because I don't have a big man in mind. Okay. Um, so I got Curry at the one, uh, Harden at the two. I wanted to put Kobe there, but uh, Harden sustained greatness and him being in his prime for the, for the decade longer. I have to put him in there. Um, he's just doing unhuman things. KD at the three, I mean, the, the, arguably the best scorer ever, uh, and he's a walking bucket. He, he is just seven-footer with handles. I mean, that's, that's probably the craziest thing we've seen in the NBA, like, as a specimen. Uh, LeBron at four, uh, he, he's legit, like, the, the best player ever. So, I mean, that's just really how I feel about it. Um, and then Kawhi at the five. Mm. It was tough for me to not put AD there, but it's like, you got a two-time defensive player of the year, a two-time NBA Finals MVP, and like, you know what I mean? Just, I feel like his accolades and accomplishments, and I do feel like he, this version of Kawhi, is better than this version of Anthony Davis, even though AD a few years ago was better than him. You know what I mean? 
like b- before uh, the injury and things like that, AD was better than him off the rip. I mean, like Teddy points out all the time, uh, Kawhi wasn't that guy right away. Um, but once he became that guy, I, I, I have to put him ahead of him. On six man, I have Andre Iguodala. I think he's the greatest role player of all time. Um, he can fit on any roster. He can move the ball. Um, he can dribble, pull up from three. Uh, he has no ego whatsoever. You could insert him into any starting lineup when he needs to. And I wanted to put Lou Will here, but he's not the dimension of player that Iggy is. I mean, Lou Will's an automatic bucket and a, and a spark plug off the bench. But all time, dude, I mean, Iggy was a part of three ships. Uh, you know what I mean? He was a crucial part of all of them. He's an MVP of one of them, which I don't know if that was very justified, but he was an MVP of one of them. <laughs> like, that's just – all of that is a six-man dude. I – he, he was fake. Uh, and then for coach, I, I put Kerr just because Pop is the greatest coach in NBA history. But we've never seen Pop deal with multiple big personalities. And, and if you're going to do an all-decade team, we have four of the five biggest personalities in the NBA. And, and who better to, to coach a team with that much personality than, than Steve Kerr? You know what I mean? He's just lax, knows how to deal with superstars. He's been there before been on that level as a player as well, like uh, NBA finals, taking big shots. Um, not the best coach of the decade, but I think he is the, be- the coach best equipped to handle an all-decade team. That's the way I feel about it. The pop's the GOAT, so it don't matter. Thanks. <laughs> All right, I'll go, and then uh, Teddy could go, and then Aaron could uh, finish up. Uh, and then also – and then finish up for the starting five. And then for the second part of uh, the third quarter, we're going to talk about our, our top five plays and moments um, throughout the decade as well. So I'll, I'll go with the starting five. Point guard, I got LeBron at the one. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, just one of the best facilitators, one of the best passers ever. Uh, I mean, e- easy. And if, if he doesn't want to score, that's cool. You know, he could, he could dump it down to, to the big men or kick it out to some shooters on some driving kicks. So, got Brown at the one. At the two, I got Klay Thompson, space the floor, knock wow. down shots, and he can Unbelievable. defend. Unbelievable. My dude. My dude. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, right? Um, he can space the floor. He can defend. Uh, just just dominant on, on both ends. And, you know, I mean, this is a guy that scores 60 points in 29 minutes. Could score without dribbling the ball. So, uh, once it's in his hands, it's going up. Top three best shooter of all time, no doubt about it. Uh, so I got Clay at the two. Three, I have KD. He can score anywhere on the, on the court. Uh, you know, defensively, he could, he could, or <laughs> he could, uh, you know, he, he could defensively, he could be a defensive player of the year candidate if he wanted to. Uh, space, I mean, he's a stretch four. He could play, he could play the three, he could play the five. Just extremely versatile. Got KD at the three. Four, I have Giannis. Uh, just just dominant. You know, he could play pick and roll with KD or, or LeBron. I mean, that's, that's completely unstoppable. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I mean, it's, you might as well just, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> but uh, that's, I got, I got Giannis, MVP. He's, he's protecting the rim. And then five, at the five, I got Anthony Davis. Uh, just you know, this this lineup for me is just all about length, athleticism. You can and we can knock down shots. You know, now Giannis is um, stretching the floor now, which is scary. AD could could stretch the floor as well. So uh, yeah, that's that's my starting five. And then my sixth man, I got Jamal Craw- Jamal Crawford. 
crossover, one of the best six men of all time. Lou Will was also tough. Eagle Doll was really tough too because he was a six man as a champion. So it was tough leaving him out. But, uh, you know, what, what Crawford has done, you know, only, only player to score 50 points for four different teams, dominant. So uh, I got crossover as my six man. And then my head coach, I got, I got pop just from a schematic standpoint. I like the way they pass and cut, do different type of actions to get guys open. Uh, I like how they they create, they make good shots, and I mean they make they make good passes, um, they make the right plays, and you know they they're, they're really good defensively. I like how they don't force the three; they let the three develop through the play, as opposed to just jacking up threes. So I got pop, I got pop as my head coach. All right. I like that. I like that, bro. I, hey, it's kind of a sin yeah. that, that Crawford ain't on a roster. That that's a real shame. No bull. It's, uh it's really confusing, bro. To be honest, I think uh, I think around I'll say by the third week of this month and leading up into the trade deadline, well, he might he might get some interest from some from some contenders. So I know he's in shape. I know I he's so. ready. So it's gonna happen. I think so. I gotta hop off, my dudes. I appreciate you talking ball. Of course, great man. start to the new year, though. Of appreciate course. you guys. Happy we'll new be in year. touch for yeah. sure. Have since a good the, one. since the yeah, Sandbox podcast. Since the Sandbox Podcast, man, check that out, guys. We out right. here. You. <laughs> All right, Luke, catch you, bro. All right. Uh, who to have? Uh, who to have next? I had uh, Aaron, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Just go, and then we'll, um, and then we'll do Teddy, and then we'll do our top five moments and plays. All right. So I have, I have Curry at point guard. I got D Wade at the two. I got LeBron, small forward, KD, power forward, Dwight at the center position. Uh, six, uh, six man, I got Lou Will, and my coach, I got Mike Budenholzer. Mm. So so all of these guys, I, I also th- thought of, like, a team that would actually, like, pretty much play well together. Um, I really like this lineup that I have. Uh, Curry, I, I was surprised no one really like said Curry like that, but I mean, I understand it's the you having Clay at your two that was just like out of nowhere. I like it. Um, I have to put D Wade at the two just for like it's my favorite player, like I, I championship caliber player, leader of the team. Like, I, I need that guy on my on my in my starting lineup. I need him, so D Wade's definitely got to be there. LeBron's got to be there just for pure, just greatness he needs to be there <laughs> um when those other guys are struggling you know try to find their shot or whatever i gotta get kd going too for sure so kd needs to be that that guy for me i have not the power for i mean just like you said there's not really positions don't really matter anymore right but uh and i want to keep powered at the center uh i like i said that the first the first half of the decade no one was better than dwight like center wise like He's like probably like the, he was probably the last center for like a while. Now everyone's like Jokic and Embiid. They all do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Drummond might be like the last of his kind. Um, oh, what, what of what Dwight does? Like like that type of player where it's just like just straight defense. It's just like I feel he like really Capella, have Capella, Capella, Adams, Capella too, DeAndre. But, but those guys, well, DeAndre's fading out. Adams is still there. Like, those are, like, the last, like, of its kind, I think. Yeah. Like, soon, like, all these guys that come in, like, like boards aren't going to be as important. Like, 
whoever gets the board is going to run it up the court anyways. Like, no one cares about boxing now. Everyone's up the court. Um, even Sad. defense, like, even defense is, like, I don't know. Like, defense doesn't really even get played like that anymore. It's because if you play too hard of a defense, they're going to call a foul. If you play off, it doesn't really matter because you'll just get back on offense in, like, a second and try to go <laughs> score. So, like, honestly, defense doesn't even matter like that anymore either, which is kind of – it's just sad, too. So, these guys are, like, of a dying breed. Um, and Dwight, for me, was just it was super – it was too dominant in the paint to, like, not keep him there and this team. And then Lou Will, um, Lou Will, man, that, that guy is just amazing off the bench, the things he can do off a, off a pick. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy. And uh, I like – I really do enjoy uh, Coach, Coach Bud. Um, you know, that Hawks team, he pretty much – he took them to the playoffs every year which is not that hard in the East, but he did, you know, have a number one, they were the number one seed uh, with that Hawks team at one point. Right. Um, he's a steal for the Bucks right now because the next couple of years is going to be just dangerous. And he already shows what he can do with now that he has a superstar player to coach with. Um, he's making, you know, making do of what he has, uh, especially because like I, we've talked about this before. I don't think the Bucks have like, like they have a good, like a, a great team, it's really it's only pretty much great because of Giannis. Um, the rest of their team is for me is a little lackluster. So he's taking what he has and making the best of it. Um, so I think that's like a sleeper, a sleeper coach because the next ten years I'm sure he's going to be killing it too. So very, uh, very uh, sleeper for me. And he was an assistant to, on the on the, the Spurs. He was a Spurs assistant, so like he knows how to win. Um, he's a part tree. of the winning. Yeah, it's a winning culture, and I, and I figured everyone else was going to say Pop or Kerr. Maybe even Eric Spolstra, but I, I really like Mike Bud. Yeah, I was think I was thinking about I was thinking about Coach Bud for all the reasons you named, and uh, and then I just like I was like, let me just go with the source, which is Pop. So yeah, it's um, it's tough because they all go Spo, through him. Spo is an excellent coach, excellent coach. Yeah. What he's doing right now in Miami, what he's done any all any all the teams that they've had, um, they've been if they if they don't have a if they didn't have an All Star, they're right there, you know, they're battling right for a playoff spot, um, battling every night. So. Uh, he's a he's an excellent coach, one of the best coaches in the NBA. In my opinion, he's a top five head coach in the NBA, no doubt about yeah. it. Um, for Coach Bo, so um, all right, yeah, Teddy, what's your what's your uh, your your starting five six man head coach combo lineup? Yeah, um, you know this is probably a, a super basic uh, starting five, but I just couldn't. Uh, convince myself to get away with it. So uh, <laughs> at, at the one, I got Steph, best uh, floor spacer in the league, um, along with everything else he does. Uh, at the two, I got Harden. Um, he was he was personally the toughest guy for me to keep on this team just because of his defense and, you know, how he takes plays off. And, you know, we've all seen, you know, Harden highlights that we uh, don't like. But uh, his his scoring and – you know, everything else he does good on offense is just unreal. I mean, I don't the, – the first guy I've ever seen score, you know, average like 38 points a game in my lifetime. So, you know, it's pretty unreal what he's doing right now. Uh, at the three, LeBron, obviously he'll be running point in this uh, five. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to let Harden be like a little dribble god that he thinks he is. Uh, <laughs> so that's a key in this starting five. Uh, at the four, KD. Uh, him and LeBron could obviously switch whoever you want at the four. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just put KD there because he's taller and I feel like he could switch on to bigs a little easier. 
uh, at the five, I got AD. Uh, really, he, he's the only center on my top 10 best players list. Uh, so he was really the obvious choice at center. And he's, to me, he was just the best center. Or anyway, I feel like he probably played power forward a little bit, but whatever, you know, best center. Uh, when the, at the end of the me. game, at the end of the game, he's, he plays a five. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, six man, I, uh, I didn't realize we, we should have been picking an actual six man. So uh, I, I chose Giannis. Uh, but if I worked <laughs> on that. <laughs> so if I, I thought I thought this was you know create a squad 2K version. So I chose Giannis. Oh, if I were to pick a six man, I would go with Jay Crossover. Dude yes. was a walking bucket. Uh, you know everyone talks about Lou Will's three uh, six men's, but you know Jay Crossover had two himself this decade. So right. um, he held his own. And then the key to this whole lineup the guy who is going to get everyone to play well together. He's going to convince Harden to play defense. Is Coach Pop, obviously. Uh, he, he's, uh, I mean, you know, probably, probably the best coach, definitely in this decade, in my opinion, but, you know, maybe all time. Man, sure. Giannis, that's a six-man would be so freaking <laughs> yeah, on that yeah. team would be so scary. That would be crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, when I heard I heard Lou before say, uh, you know, a six, an actual six-man, I was like, all right, got to research some six-men. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you see Giannis on the scores table. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Coming in. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we gotta deal with that guy, man. This, this is the second unit. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, to start the second quarter, just see him, all the other stars on the bench, you got oh him coming god. out. Oh my god, they would, they would blow teams out by the, by the, by halftime easily. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's go to part two of the third quarter. Our top five plays and moments. All right, I'll, uh, Teddy, you could start, and then Aaron will go, and then I'll finish up. All right, you want me to go through all five? Yeah. All right, so I'll – not that they're in a particular order, but they kind of right. are, I guess. Uh, I'll start with five. So five, I put uh, Westbrook's triple-double season. Uh, that'll go down in history. First one since uh, Oscar, however many, you know, since, uh, you know, TVs were black and white. So right. that was, you know, <laughs> absolutely incredible. That'll go down in history. Uh, at number four, um, you know, this one hits home for me a little bit. Uh, the best Knicks year of my life, life, uh, insanity. <laughs> How could you forget? <laughs> absolutely, inc- absolutely incredible 20 game run or whatever it was that I got to uh, enjoy. Um, but that's why it's number four because it was bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> but it was, you know, it was incredible. You know, it really was, you know, especially being a Knicks fan, you know, being in New York during that. You know, it really was, you know, not, I've never seen anything like that where, you know, a guy like that comes in and, and does what he does for however many games. Uh, hold on, my phone went dark. I got to get my list back up. Uh, number three is uh, Ray Allen's uh, three-point shot in the finals to save the, the heat in that series. Um, I, I would say that's probably the best shot I've ever seen. Most, the most clutch shot. Uh, absolutely incredible. Um, the, the whole play, you know, the, from the rebound to the shot, um, you know, it was insane. I think was that, that was LeBron's second one, but still, I mean, you know, that run isn't the same without that shot. You know, history changes if that shot doesn't go down. 
Um, so that was man. that was number three for me. Number two, um, I originally just had the block on here, but I changed it to the whole three-one comeback because that was just you know the the block, mm. the shot from Kyrie, the whole you know coming back over the seventy-three and nine Warriors. What a you know what a moment. Uh, but that's only number two because number one pretty much kicked off the decade, kicked off player mobility. Number one, I have the decision. Absolutely incredible. Let's not forget all that money was donated to charity. What a selfless move uh, by LeBron. Uh, so that, that's my top five moments. The last selfless move he made before he became like an ultimate villain for like a yeah, year. Villain. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Man, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can go, man. So, wow, I don't know how I completely forgot about Insanity. That was like, that's gotta be my honorable mention because that was like, <laughs> oh man, I remember we should talk about that on the train every like, day, bro. Every day because you never knew it was gonna happen, you never knew. Oh man, that was insane. That's pretty much what got him an NBA career and all the money he's ever made. For real. Man, crazy. Um, so I have I don't have it in any order. I'm just gonna go through the ones that I have. Um, Ray Allen's uh, game time three, that's one's got to be up there for me because I remember watching that game like on the edge of like my seat, like this is it, this is it, it's over. And uh, you know LeBron was playing a little a little iffy towards the end. He had a couple of key turnovers. They were down by five with like 30 seconds left. Um, it it looked a little iffy. Um, he tried to hit the three, couldn't do it. Bosch got the rebound. You see Ray Allen start backpedaling, like, oh, man, it's it's about to go down. And it's five seconds left. He ties it, and then they end up winning in overtime. Like, it's it's just – I don't know. This is why you love the game of basketball for plays like that, uh, just because, like, it's just – it's remarkable. So that one's got to be there for me. Um, I would say I had LeBron's decision to leave. Uh that was super big for me because I was never a Heat fan, but D-Way has always been my favorite player. So when I knew he was going, I knew D-Way was getting more championships. So <laughs> that that's what I knew. And at that point, like, I was like, like, I liked LeBron, but, like, I didn't think he was going to go to the Heat. I don't think anyone really planned out for that. Right. Um, and then to bring Bro- to bring Chris Bosh with you, too, who, you know, people were pretty, 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 pretty much sleep on Chris Bosh of how great he was in Toronto. Um, I feel like like he was he's a top player, um, and then he had to learn his role, and that created the whole super team vibe. I mean, I know the Celtics pretty much started that super team thing, but they were all aging at that point. So this was like the first of like three prime players. Um, that it was the start of everything. So that was huge for for basketball for me. Um, I have Derrick Rose tearing his ACL. Um, I know it's it's a little weird. It's just because like. For me, that as sad as it was, that changed everything for the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, you have an MVP, the youngest MVP in the league's history. Um, you know, who I—I I mean, he Westbrook was. I feel like Westbrook is what Derrick Rose was supposed to be, but just better. Like I, I, I don't know. Derrick Rose was that guy, and it was so sad when it happened that it completely changed the landscape of the Eastern Conference too. Um, and now he's he's getting back together, but it, it completely changed him. So that for me was like heartbreaking, and it was like a huge moment um, over the last ten years. 
Uh, LeBron's block on Iggy, that clutch. Like I was at my boy's house, and I remember like this, like I was losing my losing my stuff when this happened, because um, the game was already tied. I, I will say people also forget to mention that like Jr. did help a little bit, trying to like get this like swipe the ball. It kind of like he had to like adjust his shot a little bit. Doesn't happen and, without Jr. Absolutely. Yeah, if he fouls and if he fouls it, if he fouls him, it's game yeah, over. exactly. Because yeah. at that point. They were both like it was 89-89. Both teams were struggling to score, mm-hmm. and if he fouls him, that changes the whole uh, complexity. So people also have to, I mentioned Jr. with that block too. So I'm gonna throw a Not shout to. out to Jr. in there too. But if he doesn't if he doesn't contest, it doesn't give LeBron enough time. And that block killed killed the Warriors. It killed the the. I mean, they didn't have any momentum because nobody was scoring, but it killed right. the crowd. It yeah, killed everything. Gave the Cavs the momentum. Yeah, it yes. gave them the momentum. It gave momentum for Kevin Love to lock down, you know, play lockdown defense for that play. Um, Kyrie right. to make the big shot, like it, or just it, not foul because they're up by four. Or just not. Yeah, it, it's 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 so <laughs> it's it, it's so tough at that point, and the Warriors didn't score again for the rest of the game. So it's crazy, crazy how that one block. But you gotta also mention Jr. People do not mention Jr., but they need to. I know they like to mention him for the other bad stuff, but they kind of mention him for that. Um, what is that? I think that's four for me. Story of JR, man. I know. And then it's crazy. And then I have um, I have KD joining the Warriors because I remember when I I looked at my phone and I saw that I I knew it was a done deal. I knew it was a done deal. Um, it also made me kind of hate Kevin Durant at the same time. Because even though everybody does it now, it was to me, like, at that moment, like, I was like, man, what a cop-out. You couldn't do it. So you joined the team that can do it. And they couldn't even do it, too. So now, like, it, it's just a mix of everything. And it, it hurt me so much. It just, like, but you know what? KD's a great player. I can't hate on the guy for making smart decisions. Because I'm sure if I was in his shoes, I'd do the same thing. So that was, like, another thing that changed the landscape of everything again. So I, those are my my top five. All right. Um, number five, 2013, DeAndre Jordan dunking on Brandon Knight. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! And the thing, you know, I'm 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 combining but this one and LeBron dunking on Jason Terry because I think it happened on the same day. If I'm not mistaken, because I remember how I remember it was. <laughs> I was at Buff State and we were watching the Heat and the Celtics. And then I saw LeBron dunk on Jason Terry. I was like, everybody stood up like, oh. And then <laughs> and then uh and then that during like the countdown where they showed the highlights for the other games going on, then you just see uh, DeAndre Jordan just body branded night. I'm like, oh wow. This is happening on the same. So I, I think it happened on the same. If I'm wrong, doesn't really matter. But yo, I like Brandon Knight too. That oh man, I really did like Brandon. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was tough for him, man. That was that was tough for him. But I got those I got those two posters at five. I had to combine those. I, I really th- I really felt like they were on the same day. All right, four. I got Kawhi game seven against the Sixers, man. Uh, it may be recent. I mean, I was just watching the like a. The other day, I was watching the top top sixty clutch moments of the decade, man, and that was just—it's just—it's still crazy how that shot went in. Just, it was crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Game seven, the magnitude. Jimmy Butler just tied it up with a fast break layup. For him to shoot it over Embiid and Simmons, the franchise for the entire Sixers, it was wild. Uh, so I got Kawhi four, three. Ray Allen. Uh, I mean, this could really be one, but uh, just, just, just the magnitude of the game, how they were down, they was bringing the trophy out for the Spurs, and they still, they still were able to get it done. And like you said. Boss, LeBron misses the three. Boss gets the rebound, kicks it out to uh, to Ray, and Ray, you know, just big shot, big shot, man. I, I remember watching that. I was like at the edge of my seat as well. Crazy moment. How could you not be? Yeah, it was it was wild, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I That's was like, yeah, about. he hit that. I was like, he hit that, man. Um, Crazy game, man. Crazy So game. much had to go wrong for them to get to that point, too. I think that was the same game Duncan missed that little baby layup. Yes. Uh, uh, which he would, you yeah. know, he would never miss. Yeah. I mean, you know, miss free throws. I mean, it's so crazy Kawhi, how much Kawhi had to go missed wrong. missed free throws, yep. Ginobili missed some. Yeah, it was definitely like exactly how you said it. See, and, 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 and it's crazy that you said the next, my number two is uh, the Warriors and the Cavs, 2016, definitely. You want to talk about Everything's had to go <laughs> So many things had to go wrong. I mean, it just, just dominant, dominant. You know, those, those, those three games with, with the Cavs in those three games, like I talked about when I was talking about LeBron uh, and, and, and when I was talking about the best teams and, and that Cav team. I mean, the block, then the shot. I mean, it's – is I mean that uh, it was it was it was crazy. That game seven one of the best one of the best game sevens I saw. It was one of the best finals games I've I've seen. And uh, that game six against the, my, the Heat and the Spurs was definitely right. That was number one until until that Cavs game. So I got I got the I got the three one comeback. I just grouped that all together. So it just like just like you guys did with uh, the block in the shot and just the magnitude mm-hmm. of the comeback. And then number one, it has to be it has to be like, it has to be the decision. Just, just what it, just like, like I, like I said earlier when I talked, when I was just talking about LeBron, just how, how it changed the game, how it changed players' thought process, how it just gave players the type of confidence to not be afraid of what the press or the media or fans of the team that you're on might say, because you want to make a decision that's best for yourself, uh, which is what everybody does in their life. But you know, we just had this like fantasy basketball 2K mindset when it comes to reality professional basketball, so. You know, fans get mad, and, and you know, but everybody's entitled to their life and their decision. <laughs> no pun intended. But uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that has to be number one. It started everything. It started the you know, started the Warriors, started the Heat, started the Cavs, uh, um, and 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 be, and because of it, now now since it's, now since we're going into this new decade, now we have the dynamic duos. Now we're back to dynamic duos now. So. Um, Decision number one for sure. Yeah, can I throw one more moment in just because if you guys got a couple more moments, you can just yeah. Once you said yeah, DeAndre, as well. Yeah, once you said the DeAndre Jordan, I immediately thought of like the thank you for Blake Griffin for all the, the oh, amazing yes. dunks, especially you know I think of the Knicks ones when uh, poor Timothy Mozgov, you know poor the whole Knicks team in general and they just all got dunked on. I Blake Griffin gave us crazy dunks for many years and now hopefully we get another 10 years of Zion giving us crazy dunks 
um, that's just the, the hope. So that's just a quick little quick little thing I wanted to shout out to Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah, Blake had a, a yeah. lot of a lot of posters. Perkins. Yeah, Live City <laughs> itself is a moment. Like sure. those couple if of years. Were, Lob- if they had won a championship, I, they might have they might have gotten to my my top five. Yeah, I say Live City is just a complete moment in itself. Blake Blake probably one of the honorable mentions for players of the decade too, honestly. Sure. Um, you know, he's I probably really right under that him. top ten. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I had one more moment as well, just as a Knicks fan, you know, remembering when Mel- the Mellow trade went through. And, mm-hmm. and the, I, you know, I remember where I was watching that, his first game and the intro and, you know, just really brought excitement to Knicks basketball, which I, I never experienced before that time, which was really cool. Uh, personally, Mellow was always my favorite player uh, when he was in Denver. Uh, so to, you know, trade from my favorite player to my favorite team was, was awesome, personally. Definitely, Huge. definitely, big, big, big time moment. Uh, and I, I respect Mello for, for, you know, not caring what, what people think and taking the risk of, of coming to play in the city, um, and, you know, you know, trying, trying to win and bring success. All right. Do you think um, the Knicks retire his number? I don't think they should. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, what about Denver? Anybody, Denver? It, was, it was a really good set. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, Jokic has his number right now. Oh, okay. Well, I guess never mind. And like, and that, and that, and that really, that really shocked me. I'm not gonna, not, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm like, oh, they, I was like, oh, they gave Jokic uh, Melo's number, but now it's too late. Yes, yeah, it's, it's way too. Yeah, it's, it's too, too late because he's the yeah, friend, cause he's the new right. franchise nah, he's, player. Exactly, exactly. So uh, guess, that's true. So I guess it's, it's just, I guess it's just the 15, the Denver 15. It's just that that number franchise guys, yeah. I guess. Like at the, you know, it's, I mean, maybe, it's like that in football. When, I mean, you see Dez and Michael Irvin. I mean, you, you've seen it in football. It's really not like that in basketball, so it's rare. But yeah, well, we you know we've never seen a player have two numbers retired before either. And you know, at the end of the day, if Jokic actually stays with Denver and earned his number retired, they can you know do it for Melo as well if they really want. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he like I said, he has some he has some special years. Yes, he has some special year. He definitely should. Should be in that in that top. It was tough not putting him in that top ten. Um, just yeah, for sure. But he's definitely yeah. Two, two, two he was thousands. right there for me. Yeah, he was right there for sure. Um, all right, we're gonna take one one more break, guys, and then we're gonna finish up this the fourth quarter. And we're and in this fourth quarter, we're gonna talk about who's next, and we're gonna rank our top ten players going into this next decade from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty thirty. <laughs> it's crazy to even think about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, we'll be right back, guys, and uh, for the fourth quarter. All right, fourth quarter. Who's next? So, Teddy, just give me your give me your top ten players going into this next decade. This is this. I feel like this is also going to be very tough. Just like when we ranked our our top ten for the for the last decade, uh, just because the the one the, the guys that are playing at a high level right now. Will that be the same for the 10 years later? Will they have a dominant five-year, early five-year span, six-year span? So it's, it's, re- it's really tough. And you also have to take into consideration some of the young guys right now that are showing promise that could potentially be great players uh, moving forward. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe maybe uh, Teddy and Aaron might have some some college guys that they might see may have an instant impact um, in this next decade as well. So, uh, Teddy, who, who's your top 10? Oh, I, I don't have any college guys. That's uh, – <laughs> Thing thought though, you know, I didn't. My brain didn't go there, but you can definitely uh, make the argument if you wanted to. Um, so I'll start at ten. Um, this is a guy you guys might not have on your list. Zion 
would have been the easy choice here. I chose to keep Zion off. Uh, my number 10 guy just made his first start a couple of days ago, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, mm. has, has great size and coming out, of, coming out of high school, I guess, because college he didn't really play. But coming out of high school, he looked like, you know, the real deal. Uh, first start, drop 19. He, he looked really good. He, he, you know, he just has that build and look of a guy that could be a star. Absolutely. You know, yeah, you know, he just he just has that, you know, look to me. Uh, so I'm big on him. That's why I threw him in there at 10. I originally had Zion there. You know, you could obviously put Zion here. He's just the obvious choice to me. I wanted to be a little different uh, at the bottom. Number nine, probably the most improved player of the year this year, Siakam. He is showing it at a very young age that he can score whenever he wants. Uh I'm sure he's just going to keep getting better. I don't know how old he is exactly, but he's obviously uh, super 20, young. 25. All right, he's a little older than I thought, uh, but still, you know, that's still plenty young to to thrive for the next decade. Definitely. Same age as Giannis. Right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I thought he was a little younger just because he came on the scene later, but mm. um, still, you know, the point stands where he is, you know, coming into his own and really only his second year now uh, – you know, and he's leading that team, and he's keeping the Raptors afloat. I mean, he's definitely the best player on that team right now, and, you know, he's obviously going to continue to get better and better. Um, at number eight, I got De'Aaron Fox, uh, Westbrook 2.0. If, if Fox can, you know, work on that shot and really be a threat from three, he'll, you know, potentially, you know, he can, you know, really lead a team at, at that one position if he can shoot, and, you know, he's – probably the fastest player in the league right now uh no one flies down the court like him with the ball in their hands um definitely one of my favorite players uh to look at going into the next decade uh at seven we're gonna start to get into some established guys that uh you know are, are gonna continue to put up their awesome numbers but they're gonna do it for a full decade and as some of the older guys get older these guys might be able to push through at seven i got uh cat call anthony towns uh, you know, he's, he's looking to get out of Minnesota. Maybe he finds a good spot where he can, you know, win some actual awards and win, have some team success, uh, which is the ultimate, uh, you know, way to get on the list. So, you know, we'll see, you know, if he goes to the Knicks, he's probably screwed, but if he goes to a real team where he can, you know, win, he, you know, definitely a contender for the next decade going forward. Uh, number six, I put Trey Young. He's pretty much been dominating since day one. Uh, you know, looks like, a, you know, Steph Curry 2.0. Um, you know, the Hawks are also young. Maybe maybe he can get it together as a team and unit. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's already averaging, like, I think over, like, 25 points per game this year. He's, like, a top five scorer in the league right now. So, he's going into the next decade strong. And that's, you know, that's really what I was considering a lot on, on this list. You know, you can start the decade off strong, you know, especially if you're young, you know, there's no reason you can't just do that the whole decade. Number five, this guy, I really didn't want to put him on the list, but you know, he, you know, if he could stay healthy and, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of his mentality, but I could not, not throw and be on this list. Just, from what he is capable of doing, um, you know, if, if, you know, maybe if he listens to Shaq a little bit, if he gets better in the post, um, you know, he could 
easily be way higher than five next go around on the next decade list. But he could also drop off this list. Uh, he's he's my biggest uh, mover on this list if he you know either or does bad because you know he frustrates the hell out of a lot of people sometimes <laughs> the way he played you know i think he dropped a, a zero this year you know and it's just so crazy to think of him dropping zero points in a game it's crazy so that's you know that's 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 the deal with Embiid right now um so that's why i threw him in the middle here um my next top four were pretty much locks for me personally number four um he, he, this guy could be way higher on this list. He might end up being number one, uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, he's the only guy that was on both of my lists. Um, so, obviously, he's right now in his prime. He could easily start winning some MVPs, start winning some titles. Um, I would say he's, the easiest, uh, you know, one of the easiest locks on the next decade list going forward. Um, into the top three, my personal favorite, Devin Booker. Uh, he needs to start with having some team success. Uh, if it doesn't come soon, he probably won't be in, in Phoenix much longer, which will help him. But, uh, you know, just from a talent standpoint, um, I think he'll be one of the best scorers and shooting guards in the next decade, which will earn him a spot on, uh, on this list, list next to go around. Uh, and then we get into the top. Uh, this was the easiest top two of all time. Uh, you can rank them however you want. Number two is Luca. Uh, he's going into decade as strong as anyone. Uh, he's on a very good team. Um, so they're, they're going to be winning a lot going forward, assuming Porzingis holds up his end. But even if he doesn't, Luca's the kind of guy that'll, that'll get him in contention every year, I think, going forward. Um, so young, so great. You know, it's not even – not even in his prime. Yeah, it's literally like just getting started. <laughs> just one, you know, not not trying to compare him to LeBron, but you know, he just has that kind of trajectory where you know you're so great at so young, just the way he plays. Obviously, you know, he obviously takes after LeBron with his play style in a way. Um, obviously, not a physical player like LeBron, but just you know, play style. Mm -hmm. uh, and then number one is Giannis. You know, he's, I think he's going to be the best player for the next decade. Absolutely unstoppable. You know, the numbers he puts up, whether he gets that team success or not, we'll see. Um, I don't know. If the, you know, I mean, we'll see. He's, he's in that LeBron stage right now when LeBron was in Cleveland where he's, you know, doing everything. And is it going to be enough? We'll see. But, yep. um, you know, just personally, you know, he's, you know, individually, he's absolutely dominant. So that's, uh, that's my top ten. It's a great top 10, man. Great top 10. Uh, Aaron, what about you? Man, I, I don't know how I don't know how long it took you guys to do this, but I my honorable mentions list is crazy too. But I'll, I'll <laughs> say that's I'll, I'll say that stuff after. Um, just one quick honorable mention. I really hope, and this is just me just being a mark for D Way. I hope Zaire could be a top player just because, man. Be <laughs> just for me. Just for me. Something. Um, so just to, I'll mention him. I don't want to take anybody else's. So I'll, I'll mention the other honorable mentions later. Uh, the Bronny in there too. I, well, he's a little young. He's like well, he's like a sophomore now. He's so gonna he be might, the twenty thirty to twenty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that'll be more him. So that's why I don't want to say anything about him yet. Um, I have ten. I have Zion. 
Um, I, I couldn't put him higher. I also wasn't sure if I wanted to even put him on because I just want him, I just want to see him play like that. I think that's what we all want. We just want to see him play. I think that's uh, what's holding us back from putting him higher. I know. I, know. I, I, I just want to put just because like we've never had we haven't had a player with this like much hype and this much anything since LeBron. And, you know, this is this is huge. So I, I, I feel like I feel like he has no other reason to not just be great. Um, nine, I have Embiid. Um, I have him low because I don't think he'll make it through the full decade. Um, mm. I think I, I think health is really going to play a part in it. Not that I hope that. Like, I hate when, like, you know, like, people who do this stuff, like, we talk about it and then it happens. Like, I don't want that to happen, but they I, – I don't think – I don't think he'll be able to withstand a full – like, a full career of this. I just don't think so. Um, so I have him low just for that reason alone. And he is a frustrating player because um, he should be doing – he should be dominating the paint. But yet he takes more threes than a lot of players in this league. So I, I don't understand, um, especially because like his size, his his footwork. He has so many intangibles that people would kill for, but he doesn't even use them all the time. So it's it's frustrating. But he's still a great player in today's game, and he's young. He's 25. I could definitely see for maybe like the first half, but I don't know if he could withstand the whole the whole decade. Uh, eight, I have Jokic. Uh, Jokic, 25 years, 24 years old. He's still young. Um, he's pretty much the going to be like the prototypical quote-unquote center for the future. Um, someone, someone that could do a little bit of everything. Like I said, I really do th- think defense is, is long gone. Uh, I, I, I don't think they're going to be playing like that tough defense anymore. So I, I, I Jokic's game is going to translate for the future. Uh, I have seven. I have Brandon Ingram. I, I really, I really feel like, I really feel like, I don't know what it was, like maybe just being in LA, like that was holding him back. And then the whole LeBron thing, I think what we're seeing right now, this guy could play. Um, he could really play too. And he could play at a high level and be very dominant. So I, I am excited to see what we have left for him. I don't know if he's going to go elsewhere um, this off season. I think he's a free agent this year, right? Or uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, he would be yes, because he didn't. Uh, so I don't know if, didn't extend him. So the I don't know what the case is. I know we've talked about this. You know the Knicks. Right. Yo, what's up? You know, let's make some moves. Um, I I think Ingram Ingram would be great fit with Barrett, and uh, Ingram is just a great player. I I, I think I, I think anyway, he's like 22, 23 now. Twenty two, yeah. Yeah, it, it it's it's only sky's the limit from here, and I I really believe that he's gonna put on. And I uh, just got to get better defensively, and then we'll be good. We'll be real good. Uh, six, I have Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, to me, uh, I just enjoy his game. I really do enjoy his game. I, I enjoy his ability to get to the paint. Um, he could knock down a three. Uh, he's been playing good defense. He's, you know, I he's the type of guy that, like, the Jazz are very fortunate to have. They've been very fortunate for the past couple of years of getting at least one guy from the draft. But they could kind of build around. Uh, now they have him and Rudy. They could try to do something there. You know, it's it's tough. Nobody's going to really want to sign there. So he's going to have to put on. And he's going to be making lots of money for years to come. He, he's a great player. And I think he's only going to get better from here. Uh, five, I have Ben Simmons. Wow. Uh, ben, 
I have Ben Simmons five. I, I think Ben Simmons has all the intangibles of being a top five player in this league. Um, once the shooting comes, it, I don't know who's going to stop him because he's, he's really good defensively. His hustle and the paint is good. Um, he's a great rebounder and great ball handler. Like, he could play any position. He could do anything. He just needs to learn how to shoot. And I know we talked about it prior to the season, but we said about like 10 threes, it's, it's just not to just be a slow build. And that's fine. A slow build is fine for right now, as long as they win. Um, if they don't win, then they're going to start questioning and that's going to cause issues. Uh, ben Simmons, he has, he has to put it together. And I have all the faith in him that he will. Um, that's why I have him in my top five. Uh, four, I have uh, Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis is still still young, 26. And like Teddy said, you know, hopefully we could get into the MVP question now. You know, now the accolades should start coming in. Hopefully this championship will be coming in very soon. Um, all the things you need to be a top, a top player and a great player, um, it's all going to start happening. He does need to realize, you know, his potential and take it now. Um, and I think playing with LeBron's only going to benefit him. Um, playing with Le anybody playing with LeBron's only going to benefit them if they let it happen. So he really needs to just let it happen. Uh, three, I have Carl Anthony Towns. I really enjoy his play. Carl Anthony Towns, he needs to go. Let's go to the Knicks. Let's everybody just go to the Knicks. Like let's, let's just make, <laughs> uh, let's create this dynasty. Come on, we need we need to create something here. Um, cause it's embarrassing. It's getting sad now. So let's, let's make this happen. I'm not going to say anything more about him. He knows he's a good player. He's going to go to New York to be a great player. Let's make it happen. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I agree two and one it's, it's, it could be anyone. It's, it's Doncic or Giannis, however you want to see it. I, I, I'm going to put Doncic at two and then Giannis at one. Both are just in, in just freaking they're, they're just freaks. They're they're just freaks in nature. Um Luca's second year player. He's he's a guy, man. He's a guy. I'm sure the Atlanta Hawks are just kicking themselves right now. They got Trey, and Trey's one of my honorable mentions. Good great player. Um, too undersized. I don't know if the defense is gonna translate eventually, but like I said, doesn't really matter. Just outscore him. It's gonna all score 150 anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just outscore them. So those are my guys. All right. Uh, that's, that's a good 10. That's a good 10. 10, me. I got Zion. Oh, I thought you were putting yourself on 10. I was like, okay, CJ. Nah, for, nah, <laughs> for, nah for He's me. like me. I was like, okay. Nah, nah, nah. Was, <laughs> nah for me, for me. <laughs> uh, I got Zion at 10. It's the upside, it's through the roof, and it's just really it's a matter of time. Once he gets on the court, I feel like he'll, he'll end up being top three, top four for sure on this list. Number nine, Ben Simmons. I just feel like he needs the right coach and just can, needs to, you know, at least try to shoot the ball uh, on the court to get some reps up and develop confidence. I mean, you could, you could do all those things in the summertime when, the, you know, when it doesn't matter, but the only time you're going to develop confidence is when you do make those plays on the court. Um, and I also also in practice as well. Um, so you can have the confidence to do those things on the court. I think they don't have the right coach right now. Um, so I think until then, 
you just look at look at Giannis. I mean, look look what Bootenhoser did for Giannis and how, how he elevated his game just from uh, schematically, from a schematic standpoint, as opposed to you know, the, the previous coaches that the, the Bucks had. So I think I think that's going to be the case for Ben. So I got Ben nine right now. Could be could be could, all these guys that's in the lower level could could hit this top five for sure. Ada had Brandon Ingram really coming into his own. You know, a lot of people doubted whether or not. Uh, you know, if some people thought he would, he would be a bust. Uh, you know, people were so were so hesitant on the KD com- comparisons. Uh, I just always felt like they had just in terms of the game, not you know, just not he won't. He, I'm not saying he'll he'll be the next KD. Just their games are really similar. Uh, 22 years old, scoring the ball, can score, rebound, assist. I mean, again, can get stops defensively as well when engaged. So, uh, just. Just you know, one of the best scorers could get could get could score it from anywhere, anywhere on the anywhere on the court. He has the length, he has the size, he has the athleticism, sneaky athleticism too. Could sneak around the corner, dunk on you. So, love his game. So I got Ingram at eight, seven. I have Jokic. I think Jokic will in this decade. I think he will lose lose some weight, get in shape, um, uh, lose 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 a couple weight, lose a couple pounds, and and get and get it together and so he can really be able to be dominant as as we know he can be and what he's already doing right now uh, i think he will average a triple double multiple times in 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 some of these seasons in this next decade so it's tough to keep him out of there and nuggets since since he's been playing at a high level the nuggets have been one of the best teams in the nba so i don't see that stopping anytime soon so i got yoga jazz seven six i got cat again uh, elite scorer elite rebounder for me personally, if I was running a team, I would put him at the power forward position, similar to what, how him and eight, similar to AD, try to find a traditional five, do some things like that. So he won't necessarily have to be the, the anchor defensively because that's not his strong suit. Um, but other than outside of defense, I mean scoring, he's really become he's really become an excellent three point shooter. Uh, just I mean you, you could you could really put him in this, in the top four as well. But I just think from I just think now it's just about him going to a team. That uh, that has expectations of winning, and he has to play well, uh, regardless of whether what regardless of whether, what team that is going forward. Uh, that's that's going to be that's going to be the expectation. So that the, the Anthony Davis now playing for a winning franchise, that you have to do now. Now we do. Are your numbers going to translate to wins, uh, consistent wins for for a long period of time? So that's the next step for Cat. Got him at six, five. Same thing for Joel Embiid. Again, similar to Ben Simmons. I think until they get the right coach, I mean, we really won't see the his. You know, full potential, and then he also he also has to want that too. But just like offensively, defensively, he has the size, he has the athleticism to be one of the, to be the best player in the NBA. Definitely has that talent. And uh, just think it just needs just needs to. I mean, this guy's still young, still learning the game of basketball. I mean, we forget. I mean, he just started he just started playing basketball at 16, so uh, he's 25 now. So. Um, you know, so so many more so many more things he can learn on that low block in the post. Uh, I just think once once they get once they get the right guy in there, or or he gets the right trainers in the off season, I think that's that's when he'll get that's when his game will be taken to another level. So I got Embiid at five, four. I got I got Luca. I think Luca will. I think I, I in my opinion, I think Luca will could potentially uh, be the youngest MVP and surpass Derrick Rose. He's just on that trajectory right now. He's he's an MVP. Already an MVP candidate, his second year in the league. Uh, sky's the limit for him. All-around player, you know, a great scorer. He can score like Harden, and then has an all-around game like LeBron. Really dangerous. 
And, uh, you know, he's – him and Porzingis could easily – you could put Porzingis in his top ten. I, I mean, I mean, once – once I think people just really want to see if he if he's healthy. Uh, I think Porzingis definitely could be a top ten player in this decade for sure uh, moving forward if he's healthy and if he's used correctly. So – but but Luca Luca's playing, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, what can you say? I mean – He's not. He's not his. He's not in his prime from age, from an age standpoint. But in basketball, from just a basketball standpoint, just as long as he's been playing basketball, playing Euro, playing professionally at a young age, he's definitely in his basketball prime from an IQ. I mean, he still has some more things to learn, but um, he's definitely his IQ and, and on court vision and experience is, is head and shoulders above a lot of these younger guys in the NBA coming into this league. So that's that's really what gives him the advantage. So I got him at four. Three, I have Anthony Davis. This, this this three is, is I feel like these are a lock. Um, three I have Anthony Davis, best one of the best two way players in the league, can score anywhere. Uh, now he's on now he's on a contender. We see what the Lakers are doing now. Now he's teamed up with LeBron. They're having a great season. Uh, and, and sky's limit. He's twenty six years old. Sky's limit for AD. Now let's see if he could get a, some more accolades, get some some MVPs, some championships, to to follow the stats. And so he could be, he could go down as one of the greats. Two, I have Giannis, uh, just won MVP last year. Now, you know, he's, now he's starting the ability to stretch the floor, knock down shots, which, which is extremely scary. Um, now, you know, you can't go under the screen. Once, once you really can't go under the screen and you have to respect his shot, then it's, it's game over from there. Um, and then, and then if you do step up, that's a poster, that's a body. Uh, then he could post you up, two dribbles, that's a dunk. He's unstoppable. And uh, he's gonna he's gonna win multiple MVP awards like like what Teddy talked about. Now it's just it's, he's definitely in the in the LeBron Le, young LeBron Cavs mode where it's uh, you know I'm, you know putting the team on our back and we're we're going to, we're going to we're going to uh, extended we have an extended playoff runs. I think they could make the finals this year. Uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens. That they have they have a, a very very great shot now. The Toronto well, well we'll see we'll see they have a great shot of, of getting to the finals for sure coming out the East. Um, and it's just going to be a matter of Milwaukee keeping, you know, built, keeping a really sustainable championship team around him. Because if not, then he will leave and go to a big market and try to team up with some other guys. Um, so it's, that's really up to Milwaukee. So we'll see what we'll see with that. But I got definitely got Giannis too, excellent young player, and uh, you know he's just he's just scratching the surface. And then number one, I got to go with Kawhi, uh, twenty-eight. Again, his I mean his 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 superstardom really started in two thousand. 2015 so uh you know just just if he is if he could stay healthy uh, i mean it's, it's really going to be it's going to be tough to stop him he knows how to win he knows how to get to the finals he's been through trials and tribulations and and high intense playoff moments some of these things that some of these younger players have an experience he has the edge similar similar similarly to when lebron would go to the finals to go up against these teams that didn't have the experience he has that so moving forward um he's going to have that advantage it's tough to stop him uh, it's tough to score on him. Uh, just he's elite, so I got. I, it was tough to to not include him in there. I feel like he's 28 right now. I feel like if he can stay healthy, which is which is the key, uh, I feel like he he could definitely dominate this decade as well and and be and and be on this list as, as number one. I think the only reason why I didn't have him was because of the age. Because um, I was just thinking of like the 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 new the new bees pretty much yeah and um pretty much like twenty like Anthony Davis was like our, my oldest guy on my list that was right. the only reason why because I ha I was gonna put him at like nine or ten but I was like 
I mean, yeah, he's in, he's just getting like in his prime now. He's probably gonna have another good couple of years, but he's gonna cap out soon, like age wise. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, this next just, five this or health. six years, the yeah. next five or six years it, is gonna so decide tough. whether Kawhi takes the jump to the upper echelon and you know his legacy, or if he, you know, if, if the best years, you know, are behind him. Um, you know, are the young guys going to come in and win those championships, or is yeah. he going to, you know, grab another one or two and elevate himself? Yeah, he's it's so tricky because, like, not not that he's a late bloomer. It's just like it's crazy that he has two final MVPs, but he's only a three-time All Star. Like little things like that. Like, I, and then like he's what twenty-eight, turning twenty-nine this year. Or he just turned twenty-eight. I don't know. He just but, turned twenty-eight. He just turned 28. Yeah. So he has, he, like you said, he has about a good, like, a six-year window. And I, it could happen. He could win another one. And that could put him up there. It, it's, all, it's all what ifs. It's everything that we say is all what ifs. So it's, sure. it's tough. It's definitely tough to say. I was just surprised you had him over Giannis. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with number one. I thought yeah. you might have been considering my mind. <laughs> yeah, once you said Giannis was two, I was like, yeah, I was like, who, who else? <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's yeah, that's why it had to, it had to just be Kawhi, yeah, going forward, and just because he just turned twenty eight, and and like I said, and like you said, he's only a three time All Star, and he doesn't have MVP. There's a lot of things he hasn't accomplished it's, yet. Yeah, it's a lot. That's, so that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like in this window, this ten year window, he he has if he can stay healthy, LeBron will be on the way out. He should he should be it should be his time because he's had the experience earlier than a lot of these other guys that. Once once they once they get to Kawhi's age now, um, they won't have that type of experience. So uh, that's why I got Kawhi one. And then you know Kawhi stopped stopped Giannis last year. So I mean that was also a factor too. And uh, yeah, but I mean this it's a great list. Those those three guys will be the face of the A, and of course some other guys too. So um, all right, that wraps it up for this episode. Lou, man. Uh, had had to leave, but thank you for hopping on, man. Since the Sandbox podcast, make sure you check that out. Lose log, make sure you check that out as well. Uh, Aaron, man, thank you for coming on. What's the call podcast? Uh, check those guys out. I'm a, like I said in, in the beginning of the episode, I will leave all social media uh, links, all social media platforms, streaming platforms um, for Lou and Aaron's podcast in in the episode thank you, description. Thank you. Got you, bro. <laughs> and, uh, and then Teddy as well, man. Thank you for hopping on, man. Always been a long time NBA, NBA analyst um, on my podcast. And uh, just keeping it going for 2020, bro. Thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, man. Anytime. All right, guys. That wraps it up, man. Happy New Year. Look out for me, CJ versus the world on Twitter and Instagram. Guard up pod. Uh, and also uh, catch me on Sportscaster. Doing some, some streams for some um, NBA games coming up. And uh, Unwrap Sports as well. Unwrap Sports Network uh, doing great things. Um, check us out, guys. Thank you so much. Catch you guys on the, on the next episode. Peace. See ya. Thank you. Later.